Fun. <laughs> okay, so welcome to the world's first ever UFC War Gear podcast. It's Troy, they call me the Games Master. Thank you, Dave. He's not in Cambridge today, he's here in London because... Live in London. Live from London because um, we literally, we've just been at the weigh-ins today, the UFC weigh-ins for the London fight night. Silver versus Bisping. Uh, we were at the media, um, Ultimate Media Day yesterday. That's right. Um, that was really cool. It was a new experience for us. We really didn't know what to expect when we were in there. So we were a bit, we were prepared, but we weren't sure how to approach the situation. Didn't realize how ruthless journalists are when it comes to getting questions in. Um, you really got to barge your way in and kind of time your questions perfectly. Otherwise, you're not going to get any questions in. So we learned that now. Um, but anyway, this podcast isn't about, it is, it is kind of revolving around this event at, at the moment. But it's kind of about UFC in general, uh, especially for us in the UK here. Um, you know, it's kind of a niche, I wouldn't say it's a niche sport, but it's a new sport over here, here in the UK, right? Yeah. It's not like a lot of people I speak to about it, they've never heard of it. And once I talk to them a bit about it, show them some fights and stuff, they really get into it and they understand it better. So um, I thought it'd be good to kick this podcast off with how I got into this, watching the sport and then how they got into watching the sport. I would consider myself a above average fan of the sport. I know quite a lot. I don't know every single fighter on the undercard, I can tell you that. Um, but I do know that you know most undercard fighters are up and coming, so they usually you know, new in the UFC and they've come from other sort of amateur ranks and well, not, other pro companies and yeah. kind of rose through the ranks to get into the UFC. It's not that easy to do. It's kind of, it is the pinnacle of MMA. If you make it into the UFC, then you've got to be a really good fighter. You can't just be some geek of the street. Street. You know some I mean? renegade. You know what I mean? You be, yeah, actually, yeah. You can't be no geek of the street. <laughs> That's what I was You know about. what I mean? Exactly. Uh, so that's what I was talking about. Uh, so anyway, I guess we should kick this off with how I got into watching uh, MMA and UFC in particular. So um, I used to have, and I still have, Sky TV. And um, there's a channel called Bravo. And a long time ago, I guess Bravo had the rights to all of the early UFCs. And uh, I knew about cage fighting and stuff like that. And I'd seen little bits of it before. And... Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty brutal. I mean, as soon as you see blood in any sport, it's like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. Even, you know, in boxing, when someone gets their nose busted. Even in WWF. Yeah. But they do it on purpose. As it was back then, back in the day, or WWE as it is now. Yeah. So a little bit of blood, it was like, <gasps> Yeah, it's like the end of the world. But you know, they used to, they do it on purpose in, in WWE. I know, I know. They like, cut their forehead and say, please. A little razor blade. But for Jamaic. Um, Dramatic. Uh, Shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I guess a lot of people, they kind of shy away from the sport because of the blood, I guess. They kind of see it as a blood sport. I have heard that. It's, uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine actually um, uh, last week, and I said I was coming down here to do to, you know, to cover the UFC and that sort of thing. And um, he said, Do you know what? I really, I really love the uh, UFC, the concept of it. Um, and I'm particularly into the uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, I, I like uh, watching Conor McGregor, but 
as soon as it gets a bit gory, a bit bloody, you know, ground a pound and all yeah, that. People get a bit queasy, don't he they? Did get, he did say he felt a little bit uncomfortable when it came to sort of uh, ground a pound and uh, blood spurting in and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, well, so we'll get onto this in a bit, right? Yeah. So I, I wanted to talk about how I got into it. So, right, the Bravo had, yeah. had the, all of the rights to all of the older UFC stuff up to about. 90 something UFC, so early UFCs to night. I think even UFC one because I remember watching the sort of Hoist Gracie fights. He was the a lot of people say that they were the creators of the UFC in the first place. They okay. really they really wanted to prove that jujitsu was the best martial art, best fighting style out of everything boxing, wrestling, uh, everything. You know, jujitsu was the best. They wanted to prove it. Mm -hmm. So they have a big family, they all train jujitsu. Um, their dad, and they've been training it forever, right? They wanted to put a guy in the ring who wasn't the strongest and best jujitsu guy they had. They yeah. wanted to show that a smaller guy with really good technique could beat, you know, these big, massive dudes. And he did. He was choking out people three times his size. It was crazy. But that's how the, the sport started. And I watched it on Bravo all the way up until, you know, people like Chuck Liddell, um, Dave's probably not. Dave's probably the glaze over now because he doesn't know any of this stuff. Mm. So I, I was watching fights with like Chuck Liddell, his early fights, and seeing him progress as a champion, and Tito Ortiz, and you know seeing his fights and Randy Couture, all those guys. And I wonder if that content is still online. Yeah, you can definitely get it. I'll tell you where you can get it. UFC Fight Pass. Cha ching. <laughs> uh, you guys can sign up to that. It's actually, I think they give you a week free. Um, or if you guys, I think that was a special offer at, at the O2. Yeah, this is this is a special offer at the O2. You guys are near the O2. You can probably head over there. Look for Katrina. She's uh, if you sign up, if you sign up, um, you get a month free. Free. That's, That's okay. right. Yeah. <coughs> free. I said three. For I mean, free. Not three. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, off track now. So I was watching those fights, and for me, when I was watching them, even though they were past fights, uh, they'd already happened, I was watching them sort of day in, well, not day in, day out, but so week to week, as if they were new fights. And um, I was following the stories of the fighters, watching them evolve. And when they lost, I couldn't believe it. <coughs> Sorry, sore throat. Uh, so, like, I was watching Chuck Liddell as champion. When he lost to Rampage Jackson, it was like it just happened. Although it was like probably years before. Yeah. It was like a new experience for me. I was like, oh man, I can't believe we lost. Uh, so you get invested in these fighters the more you watch, especially in the build up to the fights and their background and you learn about their, their fighting styles, how to train. Um, that's how I got into sport. Dave? Uh, well, I got into the sport via you, my friend. Okay. Um, the last time <laughs> UFC hit the O2, was uh, was my first contact with the sport. To be honest, um, it was uh, Troy's birthday, uh, October twenty fourteen. Was that right? I think it might be. Or around about then. Around yeah. about then, and um, he 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 convinced myself and uh, a few others to attend uh, the O two, and uh, we went to watch this. Uh, it's Bisping. <laughs> Bisping, yeah, Bisping. Bisping was there. Yeah, Bisping right. Akiyama. That's right. Um, 
kicked him in the nads, as far as I remember. <laughs> yeah. it, was like, it was just like a, a massive pause. That's all I remember was the... People always remember the worst bits, man. It was a really good fight. <laughs> they don't even remember the bit where you're like, hey, was like, some massive back. pause where you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's true, um, I remember that. Uh, yeah, so that's how I got into it, to be honest. Um, I must admit, I've I've uh, I've waned a little bit over the uh, over the last year or so on uh, what UFC I watched. I um, I have BT Sport. I watch. Um, so you watch... got no excuse, man. You got BT Sport. You should be. I have, but they changed they changed the tariff, and um, I never updated my tariff, so UFC uh, vanished from my um, from my house for a little while. But it's back, and. Um, with the UFC Fight Pass. It's back with a vengeance. Now I've got this. <laughs> um, I have to say, you know, it's one of those things it's quite easy to lose track of. And even me as a fan, um, because of the times that it's on in the States, yeah. uh, it's really difficult for us guys to be in sync with that over here. And I'm not sure. I mean, I don't have BT Sports, so I'm really relying on people to do have BT Sports uh, to watch it with them. Um, which is a bit of a pain. I know the Fight Pass has got loads of um, past fights and stuff like that, which is really cool. And they do live fights like this one coming up, UFC Fight Night London, which is probably the the best Fight Pass card they've ever done. It's not probably. It is. It is yeah. Without question, it's the biggest Fight Night that Fight Pass has ever hosted. Yeah. The, uh, the biggest the legend. Fight Night full stop. Um, silver, silver versus Bisping. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let me talk a bit about the previous London event, right? So this is how it went down. I knew this event was coming up, and um, yeah, it was near my birthday as well. So I used that. You know, I'm a bit of a Jedi, right? So I used this mind trick on these guys. I said, "Listen, there's this event coming up. It's really cool. It's like it's fighting, it's like boxing, but there's more to it." because it's more like martial arts, right? That's right. But it's going to cost you 85 quid. But don't worry. How much? <laughs> don't worry. That's what I said. <laughs> we'll be near the front. Don't worry about it. So I convinced these guys to part with their money and we headed up to the O2. And uh, yeah, we were pretty high up in the, <laughs> in the nosebleeds. Oh, and, so uh, high. And um, when you walk in with the plastic Plastic beers. <laughs> you get doing the, um, what's the guy's Futurama? The, 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 the robot? No, the, 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 the crab guy. Dr. Sheldon or, no, that's not, that's not right. Squidward. I, I never watched it, man. I never watched that. that. Well, I walking, walking with your, uh, walking with, you guys know what I mean. Walking <laughs> with your, uh, your plastic pines and you were looking down in front of you. It was a shit yeah. drop. Yeah, I, yeah. I had that feeling recently when I went to the Shard in London. Oh, really? Yeah, it was whoa. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, but I tell you what, after we sat down, we watched a few of the fights. Um, you really soak up the atmosphere there. And you know, you, you guys left as fans, right? That's true. Yeah. We did. We did. So, I mean, it, it is that kind of thing. It's like, it's not for everybody, but I think people that, you know, take the time to watch it and understand all the skills that go into it. And all the, you know, for me, it's like, you know, the, what really intrigued me was how the different styles matched up, which is what the Gracies wanted in the beginning. 
Um, you know, how a boxer who's traditionally a boxer with some ground game faces up against a Thai boxer with, you know, judo or something. Yeah. That kind of stuff is really interesting to me because I, I think that question, what is the best martial art, is, is a good question. It's a bit blood sport, isn't it, really? Was it blood sport? <laughs> with Van Damme. With Van Damme. <laughs> was it, wasn't that, wasn't that the one with all, yeah, the, uh, sport, yeah. all the different um, disciplines? The Kumite. The Kumite. Yeah, that's Kumite. right. We must have the well remembered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kumite. Tung Po. Tung Po. No, that was Kickboxer. Hundred percent, that was Kickboxer. Was, was the one where he puts his fist in, in the in the in the broken. That was Kickboxer. Ah. The Kumite was the one with the um, where he was. Anyway, we we digress. Anyway, yeah, we're going off we're going off track here. <laughs> we are going off track. So I was talking about the UFC London event. It was really cool. And my point of mentioning that was going to one of these events and actually experiencing it. Um, is it means you're halfway there you're halfway there to becoming a fan of mma and understanding that it's not just a uh human cockfighting brutal uh bloodbath of a sport which it kind of is it sometimes sometimes it can be <laughs> but so is boxing right uh, yes yes but you know true. i was saying this right I, I was speaking to a um a journalist from the guardian today okay i was sitting front row at the weigh-ins right and they was right way the, in the back, right at the back of the, the room filming, filming. stuff. For you guys, so we're going to put together a little sort of collage, montage video for you guys. Um, if you want to check out the full weigh-ins, the U UFC's official channel has it, right? That's right. Um, but we're going to do a little collage and we'll throw in some of the photos. I met some interesting people today and some legends in the sport. Um, so you guys can That's check about yeah, yeah, I definitely had a few beers, uh, but only for promotional purposes, right? It was part of, of the video. Of course. I said to Dave, listen, we've got to do this bit where I have the beer and I'm walking through the crowd, like showing the backstage laminates to people and, and like, as they were moving away, you know, the beer was a prop. So that's why I got the beer. Anyway, anyway, going off track again, going off track again. Um, what was I saying before that? Oh, right, so I was sitting next to the guy from The Guardian, right? And um, he was there and he's taking the angle of it, it being a sort of new sport. He didn't know much about it, really. Yeah. Um, so I was saying, you know, it was all about how the styles match up. And I was talking about how it compares to boxing, right? And this is a big deal. This is a big deal, right? I think in boxing, let's say you get knocked down, right? Quite yeah. badly. You get hit, you hit the deck. You're probably out, right? You, but you wake up three seconds later and you get back to your feet and you can stand okay right? and the, the ref goes like this you're okay you're okay and then that the ref's like you you're okay and then you can get knocked out again yeah so that's well, like, well yeah that, that, that's a bit that's a bit simplistic but yeah okay it happens it happens right so that gives you the opportunity to be knocked out again and let's say you get up again you, you cover five, okay. five seconds yeah right you wake up you're like oh sh been knocked out again. Get up, knocked down again. So you. I think there's a difference between knocked out and 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 knocked down. No, but people get knocked out for a few seconds. They have. Yeah, but there there is a distinct difference between knocked down and knockout, right? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. I think I think I think you need to be. Uh, well, you know, you don't know what's going on. Nice. You you don't know what's going on, right? Because okay. 
the fighter might be out for a second. But anyway, the charge for repeated beatings and knockouts in one fight in boxing is, is much higher than in the UFC because if someone gets knocked down in the UFC, right, what normally happens is either the ref will stop it right away or the fighter runs in <laughs> to finish the fight and then the ref has to save him. So the fight tends to yeah. end quicker when there's any sign of danger. So that's my point there. Um, I disagree slightly <laughs> to say, I would say that uh, a, a UFC fighter has more chance of, uh, uh, I think, I think, I think there's, a slight, like, there's a greater, a greater um, leniency on um, defending yourself. Um, whereas if a boxer isn't classed as defending themselves, they, they end the fight like that. Um, I mean, there's, you know, the, the UFC is, is great great in that sense that they, they, they give the fighters the, the full chance. There's nine times out of ten, when you see a fight stopped in boxing, um, the uh, boxer is not, is mortified. Well, he's, he's mad that they stopped it. Yeah, he's that absolutely mortified. So, <laughs> I believe it. He barely stand up. He's like, I believe it. <laughs> that happens. That happens in the UFC as well. Um, but more so in boxing, I'd say. But think I mean, about this, right? If, if, if a ref stops a fight in UFC, there is a there is a flipping good reason, right? Yeah. Well, the thing is, also the percentage of chance of being hit to the head as a finisher is lower because you can have uh, submission holds which end the fight without being punched in the face. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, of course, it's a fight I've seen. <laughs> no, there's been fights where, you know, there's barely a punch thrown. It's just submission. Right? Yep, that's true. Um, in those cases, uh, your chance of concussion, uh, heavy, uh, of concussion or, you know, brain damage is zero, you know? You got, well, you wouldn't have, in a real life fight, you wouldn't have got up lightly, but in a, in a UFC fight, they didn't break any bones. Which has happened, by the way, in UFC fights. And uh, it's probably not the greatest advert <laughs> to, to promote a sport, but it does happen. Or is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That's true. Um, so anyway, we're going into bloody boxing versus UFC, yeah, and, and that's not what I want to do. Obviously, this is what I was talking to the guy from The Guardian yeah. about, right? So anyway, there's... there's it's one What's of those... Name? Do you remember his name? I've got his email address. I don't want to. I don't want to say his name. We got that guy from the Guardian. Yeah, I don't want to say his name just in case he doesn't want his name mentioned live on the internet, uh, on YouTube as well. You know who you are. You know one thing about doing this live thing is we can't put in the music and stuff. I like putting in the music and the sound bites and stuff. So we're recording the audio on this separately. So uh, music like this. You know I'm a bit of a Jedi, right? That will be in after, so you have to listen to the um, you have to listen to the podcast on the website or on iTunes. Um, update your RSS feeds as well. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Talking of RSS, this is going to be a uh, a new thing for us, right? Yeah, yeah. UFC new, podcast, new UFC podcast. So I'm going to have to school Dave in on the podcast uh, UFC. Sorry, a bit. I mean, like I said, I know a fair bit. Dave's still learning, uh, but we are going to try and make this a regular thing. So, this is going to be uh, not just a schooling for me, but for all of you guys out there that are yeah, if you want to UFC as well, if, you know, if if you think you know a little bit about UFC, 
maybe you don't know quite as much as this guy sitting next to me. Yeah, you know, it's quite funny because I've run into people that actually train uh, MMA and stuff like that. And after talking to him for a while, we always reach a point where I talk about a fight or or something, and they're like, they kind of glaze over. They're just kind of nodding. Like, uh, it has happened a few times. Uh, I'm not going to name drop <laughs> any, any names. But um, that's not me boasting, saying I know everything about sport. I don't. I'm not, I'll be the first person to say that. But, but anyway. We had to, we met some great people today. We met John Wooden, the uh, the official commentator for the UFC over here in England. He was really cool. We were talking about the sport and how it's developing and how it can reach a new audience, all this kind of stuff. I also met Noguera, and I got him to sign my UFC hat. Check it out. I got photos of that. That will be in the video, uh, which we'll put out later today, hopefully. Um, I met Noguera. I met uh, Dan Hardy today as well. Yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday, yeah. Dan Hardy yesterday. Um, who else did I meet? Brad Pickett. Brad Pickett. I found out why his name is One Punch. Now, most of you think it's because he knocks everybody out in one punch. But there's actually more to that story than that. So if you want to know that, I'm going to upload. I think we'll upload a separate video, right? Yes. Yeah, a little short video with me asking the question. Uh, and the answer to that question, yes, he has knocked people out with one punch, um, and, but that's not why it's called, well, it is kind of, but it's not, right? Maybe the first person that answers that question correctly on this podcast on YouTube. Yeah, leave a comment. Can, can they leave comments on this? Yeah, I think so. If just... you can leave a comment on this as well, we're not sure, but if you can, you will win an exclusive Street Fighter. Right, yeah, maybe a Street Fighter. As we're talking about UFC, we should fight. And they just released a new Street Fighter 5 game. Yeah. Um, and we got some Street Fighter 5 headbands. Exclusive. Street, you can't buy these from the shop. No, you can't buy them. Exclusive Ryu Street Fighter 5 headbands. So leave a comment. Um, the first person on YouTube, and if you can leave a comment on this, the first person on Google Hangouts. Yeah. Okay, uh, so let's move on to the next bit. What is it? What is the next bit? <laughs> All right, yeah. So let's move on to the uh, <laughs> let's move on to the game, right? So smooth segues. <laughs> so let's move on to the game. Um, the UFC game, yeah. Like you know us guys from what year? We kind of do tech, and and we've done podcasts, we've done games before. Um, and I have played the UFC game before, the original one by THQ. Now, THQ really made themselves known by doing... Wrestling. Not, yeah, wrestling games. Wrestling. 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 Yeah. Um, which <laughs> they're quite good at now, right? And they did, they did the first um, UFC game, which I bought. I mean, I was a fan from before that game came out, and I was working... I think I was working at the game shop when that game came out, so I bought it straight away. And um, I tell you what, that is the modern day track and field. Did you ever play track and field? I did. I was really good at it. I yeah. loved it. You had to like hammer the buttons, right? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what the trick was? The trick yeah. was. You, you remember those machines where you, you could get like the little egg with the little prize inside? Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, if you put your thumb and finger together, it was about that big, right? Right. 
if you if you took half of that, you know, broke it in half and took your fingers and put your put your index finger and your middle finger in. That's cheating, man. That's not cheating, man. That is cheating. That's not cheating. That's improvising. Imagine that was modern day. There was someone on the other side of the internet, and you're doing that, and they're just like doing it the classic way. Like, I'm sure there was someone doing that over the internet. <laughs> sure of it. Um, well, this UFC game, the UFC THQ game, um, was the modern day track and field because to get out of a submission or to complete a submission, you have to get the joystick, right? I've got your pad here. Pad, right? You have to get the joystick like that in the palm of your hand and spin like this, right? Until there was smoke coming off the joystick and um, to get out of a submission. And I'll tell you what, I played that game a lot and I never once got out of a submission. Ever. So um, while I liked the game, it really annoyed me every time I got put in a submission because I just never, I could never get out of it. And online and against the computer, I just couldn't do it. It was impossible. And my pad suffered, and I just felt the rage, man. Anyway, so that was UFC one game. It was good. Uh, it wasn't the best. <laughs> it was okay. I bought it because I was a fan. Um, did you play it? I didn't. No. Uh, no. I mean, I think uh, that was uh, pre. Pre uh, O2 and then, uh, yeah, in London, was, then wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was an Xbox 360 game. No, no, um, I didn't play that one. Though. PlayStation 3 game. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. Graphics were good. Um, mechanics weren't great. It was really gameplay mechanics weren't good. Yeah, I mean the punching and kicking was alright, but the sort of the submissions and that. And what was, was the graphics like? Was it, it good? Was, it was okay. Okay, it, was, it wasn't bad. Uh, it wasn't amazing. There was a lot of aspects of, of the sport missing from the game. But anyway, so they did the UFC. So that was THQ UFC, right? Okay. And then they did uh, THQ UFC. No, then they did EA UFC Sports. EA. No, EA Sports UFC. EA Sports. UFC. So it's EA. In the game. Exactly. So EA kind of proud of, of, of it being in the game. So if there's something you can do in sport, you can do it in the game. Which they did a good job of. Um, the mechanics were better. The submissions, the way they worked were better. It meant you didn't have to destroy your pad. The graphics were better. The movements of the characters, not as fluid as I'd like them to be personally. But it did play quite well. Um, and it has the potential to be very technical as well. The way you counter moves, um, grappling moves, how you do the takedowns, all this stuff. There's mm -hmm. a lot to learn. Literally, I think... If you if you get that game and you play the tutorial, you'll you'll be you'll spend a good hour and a half just playing this tutorial, learning the moves. Okay. And then by the time you finish learning the moves, you probably forgot the ones at the beginning, so you have to go back and, and play through it again to remember some of the earlier moves. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's a very technical game, and now they're releasing the second one, right? And that is going to be a more advanced version, which I can only assume is going to have more moves. Um, and that brings me on to the next one. Yes, but I can say EA Sports UFC 2 will have a simplified version for uh, more likes of me. <laughs> for the people that don't know what they're doing. All the gear and no idea kind of people. Um, 
yes, there will be plenty of uh, playable content for the people that are a little uh, afraid of uh, grappling and um, arm bar holds. And I think anyone should be afraid if they're facing me because they call me the Games Master, right? Uh, but, you know, I wanted to segue from that point uh, into this next one, which is a big one, right? So I heard Mark Cuban, right? He's a billionaire, right? Okay. He's investing in esports, right? Esports. My favorite kind of sports. <laughs> yeah. The one where you don't have to do anything. Armchair sports. I love it, baby. <laughs> love it. You can still on your sofa. You don't have to, you don't have to get out of your seat. Uh, so esports. Now, this is a really shrewd businessman. He knows what he's doing with his money. So does Branson, right? Yeah, yeah. Is he investing in esports? Virgin esports? Is he really? We saw it at EGX. Oh, he stands. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of money going into esports now. People are seeing this as big business, and the UFC are looking at this as well. And how, right. do we, how do we know this? Because I actually brought it up in a sort of round table with the, uh, some, some of the UK brass, right? Brass. 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 Where? where, where why, why, England, why? Man. Yeah. Brass. Who says, where do they say brass? Nowhere. Nowhere do they say that word. Where the hell did I get that from then? Anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I brought up that topic and the answer was pretty much yes, they're looking into it. Um, and I think they should because the sport's so technical and so is the game. Yes. It's getting. Can you imagine it? Being the, you know, you, if if you if you like if you like your boxing, if you like your um, martial arts, combine those two things virtually, and be the ultimate virtual fighter. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, online people people love fighting games. I mean, there's games out there that people spend. A long time mastering. That's you know, true. Some of these, I mean, I, I did a bit of research into Street Fire, right, recently, and there's some legendary people out there. It's like they true. Can, I mean, we interviewed some people. Yeah, yeah. It's like they can see the code in the Matrix and they know when the moves are coming and, and all this kind that's of right, stuff. That's right, that's um, right. This could happen with the UFC game if they target the right audience and they get it out there. I kind of you know, hope not. You know that. I kind of hope not. I kind of, I kind of like to keep it open to the masses. Yeah, I kind of yeah. hope there's the the ability to for for the for the underdog to strike through and reach the well. That's that's one the of greatness. the One of the things with the with the new Street Fighter game is they they've done that. They've kind of made it so it's more accessible for okay. new players. Fingers crossed for UFC two for me. But they've they've received some backlash for that because the sort of core players are like. Why have you done this? You've made it so that people with no skill can beat the people who are highly skilled. Yeah. So there, there's a fine line. Maybe there should be different tiers of players. You know, if they do tournaments and stuff like that. It should be just like rankings, right? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, esports, interesting topic. A lot of money in it. We might see a future where UFC becomes an esports. I don't think it's a might. I think it's a way. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, it might be um, a sort of uh, helping hand in the way of getting a wider, more, uh, a wider market over here in the UK, right? Yeah, I mean, 
you've got the kids to play the FIFA games, right? The, the, the football games. Uh, so if you're uh, trans, if you're over the other side of the pond, Atlantic uh, soccer. Um, yeah. So yeah, you play those kind of games. You play you play the tournaments. You play the leagues and, and all that sort of thing. It's only going to encourage um, uh, the uh, new fans. New fans to, to uh, exactly the new fans to the actual real sport, right? You know, you pick a team, you follow, you play that team, you play as that team. You want that 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 virtual team to do well, and then it's only right that you want the real team to do well. So right? it will help. It will help new fans get invested in the sport, and I reckon if they integrate um, fight pass, you know, little little bits, bite-sized bits of the fight pass into the game as well. Mm-hmm. Which I reckon they could do with an update, maybe. Just have an extra category with, with some strings. Who it's knows? Doable. Who yeah. knows if it's doable. Do. Um, that kind of stuff could really get people on board uh, and get them invested in the the, the actual uh, martial artists themselves. Yes, the actual fighters. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. I mean, you kind that of... That is definitely one thing that I brought, brought home from... Uh, recent encounters with UFC is the um, uh, the, the bringing home the, the um, personality <laughs> of the fighter, right? Yeah, it's like, you know, people like to back the home fighters, right? Um, so there's fighters... To, to be able to engage with the fighters, I think that's what I'm looking for. Definitely, definitely. So um, I think that's something that if you look at the countries that are, have a lot of... Um, Champions like Brazil, yeah, or who have had Mr. Silver, the country gets behind them, you know, it really gets behind them. If you look at Ireland right now, for example, you know, when Conor McGregor goes to Ireland, yeah, it's like it's, he's more famous than David Beckham, like, you know, it's, I gotta it's, say, yeah, and uh, given the response to the crowd that were in the way in today, yeah, uh, the response to Mr. Bisping, uh, in uh, the O2. Was uh, off the hook. Yeah, it's pretty lively, but I think in the UK it doesn't compare to Ireland or Brazil or Canada as well. Canada's another. Um, it's a big. Uh, well, go uh, from experience. It was big respect for Bisping. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Days back in the UK fire. Um, yeah, so I think you know there's, there's a lot that can be done over here when it comes to building that sort of patriotism. What's the word? Patriotism. Patriotism. Yeah. Yeah, patriotism. Um, for the fighter. For fighters over here, you know. Um, that's I was a little bit dis- disappointed in myself, right, because there's a fighter who's got a lot of hype behind him. Um, I think he's had seven fights. He hasn't lost yet. He's British. He's training in America. Is a young guy, um, Tom Breeze. Right? I thought it was nine fights. No, I think he's got seven. Seven. Seven okay. undefeated. Uh, there's a lot of hype behind this guy, and I hadn't heard of him until this uh, fight night card. Okay. So I really don't know much about him, um, but there is a lot of hype behind him. And when he came out on stage today, there was a lot of cheers for him. Um, so my only fear is that people might be putting a bit too much pressure on him, man, like early on in his career. He's only got seven fights. Um, but he's touted to be seven for O though. Yeah, but he's touted to be uh, a for prospect um, in the UFC. So it'll be interesting to see that fight. I'm really excited for that fight. 
Um, we'll get on to the sort of weigh-ins and the fights and stuff a bit later on. So um, I want to talk about the press scrum, right? So yesterday, we were at the ultimate media day, which they call it. Uh, we showed up to this hotel, uh, fancy hotel. Um, really didn't know what to expect. We, we kind of hung around while Dave was eating croissants and we missed all the tables inside the um, inside the actual Sorry, room. Who's eating the croissants? <laughs> um, inside the room. Who's the first one to the coffee machine, man? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. When I, I was trying, to, I got the sugar right. I got one brown sugar, and I was lifting it like that, and I was bringing it over to the coffee, and I dropped it in the milk. I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> I just kind of uh, <laughs> said, "Yeah, thanks. See you there." Don't eat sugar, kids. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was about all that. I didn't know what to do. What do I do? Fish the, the sugar out of the milk? Just toast some more. <laughs> 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 anyway, I was side sidetrack. Uh, so yeah, we showed up there on time, but because of Dave's cross on the end, we were late. We didn't get a seat in the room, and um, we didn't know how to approach it, right? So everybody, I guess these press guys, they're veterans, right? They get in there with their microphones, all fighting for position. It was brutal. It was, yeah. I was. It was as brutal as the UFC can be. <laughs> I, and that, that's how it kind of went down. So we got. We did get footage. I did get to speak to Brad Pickett. Uh, let me say it again. We did get to speak to Brad Pickett. One punch Pickett. Right? Nice guy. Pick up yourself. Yeah, he's he, you know fellow Londoner. Um, he's got a fight coming up tomorrow night. He has. Good luck. I asked him, will it end in one punch? I think he said very likely. Very likely. Yeah, I think he said very likely. Um, so yeah, that's going to be an exciting fight. Just like throw after five pints. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that, that was Brad one punch Pete. But the whole event in, in itself, it was really really cool. We got some footage from that. Um, we learned a lot about the fighters, which is really cool. Um, next time we'll do it better. Um, so that was that was the scrum, right? What did you make of the scrum day? I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's my first, uh, it's my first close contact with fighters. Um, it was a big learning curve as far as uh, what gear goes, but um, ultimately, uh, it only brought me close to the sport. So, bring on the next one. Yeah, there's a lot say. to be learned. It was quite. Um, there was a bit of tension across the room as well with Mike Wilkinson and uh, Amir Khani. Yes, there was. Shouting across the room. Yes, there was. Um, the whole room went silent at one point. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. um, unfortunately, I think it gets captured on camera. I thought there was something going to kick, about to kick off. Yeah. Uh, I, wish, I wish I was not eating croissants. <laughs> I was waiting for Troy to get back from the coffee machine. <laughs> um, I wish I, I flicked the camera on, but um, yeah. Um, they didn't seem to like each other that much, to be honest. So that that um, fight is going to be a big fight tomorrow. Yeah, looking forward to it. Fingers crossed it's going to be brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so that was the press media day. We're going to put out that video uh, later on today, right? Sort of a little recap of the whole day. Yes, we are indeed. Um, it was good fun. We've met a lot of fighters. I met, so this is the next topic. I actually met Dan Hardy, right? I got a photo with him, a little conversation. Um, I came up with a really good nickname for him, right? 
So Dan, Dan Hardy, right, was actually one of the sort of tools I used with my Jedi mind tricks to uh, convince these guys to come to the last UFC event in London. I was like, yeah, you've got to see this guy fight. Um, Dan Hardy's a Shaolin. This guy's a Shaolin with a red Mohican. You've got to, you've got to watch this guy fight. And uh, he was fighting uh, Carlos Condit. And unfortunately, that fight didn't end very well. You remember? <laughs> I do, I do. I mean, there was there was a lot of big talk about uh, what would have been. Um, and it was Bish uh, Bash Bosh. Dropped up. Yeah, and it was, a, it was a shame because they both threw the same punch at the same time. But unfortunately, uh, Dan Hardy landed his punch a little too late. He and, did. Uh, um, I think he got a foot to the face. No, no, it was, they both threw left hands. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all I remember was that yeah. noise echoing through the O2. And, and it did go quiet. It did go quiet. But I'll tell you what, when he got up and everyone everyone started clapping and cheering, it was like there was a lot of uh, you know respect for him. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, respect for someone to take that kind of Well, to get in the ring in the first place. Yeah, yeah. but respect for I mean, it was clearly a brutal shot. Yeah, it was brutal. Nice. Yeah. I thought anyway. it was a foot to the face, but anyway. No, it wasn't. No, it was left hand. Um, but anyway, I met him. Really cool. He's doing uh, a lot of the sort of UFC um, YouTube stuff now, and he does commentating as well. Yeah. John Wooden, who I met today, really cool guy. We might actually get him on the podcast one day. Fingers crossed. Maybe. Uh, we'll find out later on, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, I came up with a really good name for Dan Hardy. Okay. You know, it's a Shaolin, right? Shaolin, right? Yeah, yeah, he trained. He, he traveled to train Shaolin, okay. right? In, in, the, in the hills of somewhere. <laughs> with Shaolin monks. Real right. Shaolin monks. I'm not making this up. Okay, no. So I came up with his name. The Shaolin Punk. It's a bit rude. <laughs> Why is it rude? Punk? It's got like uh, Dave Harry. Oh, Mohican Punk. Yeah, I get it. Shaolin Punk, Dan Hardy. Uh, I don't know if you'd like that name. I might, I might, if I had to send it to him, he might punch me. If he took it the wrong way. Next time, what do you say to him? <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll, I'll let Dave. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I should have done? I should have made Dave believe that was his real nickname. <laughs> yeah, ask yeah, Dave yeah. to go and say hello to him. Just go say, yeah, it's Shaolin Punk. How's it going? <laughs> see, what, see what he says. <laughs> uh, Something tells me his left hand would uh, land uh, before you could uh, throw your left hand. Um, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I mentioned before I got to speak to Brad Pickett as well. Got a few questions in with Brad Pickett, fellow Londoner. Um, and I was talking about Dan Hardy traveling to, to learn Shaolin Kung Fu, right? Okay. Uh, Brad Pickett, Londoner, he has trained a lot in the States as well. And... Um, one of the things about English MMA uh, and English MMA fighters in general in the past has been their sort of lack of wrestling um, and proper training partners in, in the sort of MMA gyms and that. And that's why a lot of fighters travel to the States. And Brad Pickett has traveled to the States to learn. And uh, that might be part of the reason why he's doing, well, he's, he's established in the UFC as one of the great fighters mm -hmm. and exciting fighters, you know. Uh, he's definitely a testament to the sport. 
yeah. right? and he's a good representative for English MMA. And uh, he always brings the fight, you know. He was saying uh, in one of the sort of questions, one of the other scavengers of journalists got him. Every time I got every time I the mic, it's like someone's batting the mic out of the way. It's like, Brian, how's it going? Someone smacked the mic out of the way. Like, uh, but anyway, they were like asking him about um, about MMA and people getting cut and, and stuff like that. And he was saying, you know, sometimes fighters that win all of their fights but are boring get cut and some people who who don't win as many but are exciting they stay because it makes the fans happy you know what i mean yeah um i think that's a good thing no one wants to watch a boring sport um i can think of quite a few boring sports um i don't mind cricket yeah <laughs> yes fairly boring a lot of people watch it though what about bowls? Bowls, yeah, I was going to say that. Bowls. Ice curling. Ice curling. Is that the one with the with the with the brooms and they? Yeah, exactly. They, they, they go the ice. They go. <laughs> yes. And they follow it after yes! like doing something to it, like they follow it, like they that they're, they're trying to control it, and then sponsored by by leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some weird sports out there, but um, MMA, right? It's an exciting sport. Yes, and I think without thing, a shadow of doubt. And I would say the the experience is tenfold if you're in the place where it's being held. Yeah, if you're there at the live events. Oh. Um, I think what we're going to do now, I think we should stop the Hangouts, the live broadcast on the internet. And if you guys want to catch the rest of this podcast, head over to whatgear.net. Hit the exclusive. It's in the exclusive section, right? Exclusive. It's in the exclusive section under UFC Fight Night for the rest of this podcast. It'll be probably just audio, I think. Um, maybe we'll capture the video. If you want, we can do a bit. World's first video podcast. Yeah. Well, that, this is the world's first. World's second <laughs> video podcast. It's the world's first second video podcast. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll stop the hangout now. Uh, head over to walkie.net. Uh, check out the exclusives. Uh, drop down menu. It'll be there. UFC Fight Night, the rest of the videos um, that we filmed will be uploaded. You'll find it on the homepage. I'll make him do it on the homepage right now. Okay, we'll put it on the front page. Um, yeah, so check that out. Also, check out our other podcast as well. Uh, but right now, we're really focusing on the UFC stuff as the fight is tomorrow night. But by the time you listen to this, it might have already passed. Maybe. But that's no excuse to stop listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But listen to it anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, so make sure we head over to walkgear.net, check it out, uh, leave us a comment. Download the podcast, you can get it on, uh, I would recommend if you've got Android and you want to listen to the podcast, there's a really good app called um, Podbean. Oh, Podbean, listen no, to it on YouTube. Not Bean, Bean. Podbean. Like, like, like a fake bean. Or coffee bean or coffee bean yeah but if you can't be bothered with that listen to it on youtube that's what i do listen to it on youtube or i listen to it on whatgear.net whatgear.net will be yeah check it out whatgear.net stream from there as well all right thanks for watching this live broadcast um yeah see you in the next one peace don't be late